guys, it's Courtney. And Ariana. And this is Through the Grapevine. We're two friends of Celeb Wine while spilling Celeb Tea. And we are, I would, okay, I was gonna say we're back, but I also wanna commemorate this episode as. I'm gonna go ahead and call, okay, maybe next week I should have waited. Yeah, Our, this isn't the one year anniversary. It's almost the one year anniversary. This is yeah. the lead up to the one year anniversary of Through the Grapevine. Yeah. It absolutely is. And I will tell you, um, well, one, obviously, next week's the Oscars, which we're going to yes. talk about later, which was our first episode, The Slap, which we're also going to talk about later. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but this time last year, specifically March 5th, today's March 6th that we're recording, we went to the Charlotte FC home opener together. So you were down here. Oh, my so gosh. We, we absolutely did not um, record no. this weekend. But next no, weekend yeah. is the... Um, first official episode so one year anniversary will be next week that's crazy crazy you know what we should do i I guess we could talk about this off camera we could drink our very first bottle of wine on our first anniversary bottle that's a great idea yeah what was it uh i feel like it was like snoop dogs um yes it was yeah. Because I got it for you for your birthday. Oh, my God. Yeah. There we go. There it is. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, my Truly gosh. full circle. Wow. Um, speaking of wine that we've drank, we're going to go ahead and um, get into our wine. We've had uh, Cameron Dion. Cameron Dion. Cameron Dion. Jesus Christ. Celine I have been drinking it. Child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Cameron Diaz's, uh, I believe it's Aveline. Aveline, Aveline yeah. um, wine. And I remember we were like, this is not good. No. But I got a new bottle for um, my birthday. I just had my birthday this past week. <laughs> and a friend. <laughs> 31 sucks. Um, <laughs> we got the rose bottle this time. And I will say, I like this. Like head over heels more. I think so too. If I can the remember white, the white wine. We did not like the first one. Um if no, you guys don't not. remember, it's made with organic grapes. It's vegan. Um this one says, oh, this is so cute. It pairs well with the warmth of the sun and the company of your best friend. Aww. You know what? <laughs> I was just in the sun before we started recording and Me here too. I am in the company of my best friend. <laughs> I will say um, it pairs well. Does. No added sugars, no artificial colors or concentrates. Um, and it says the taste is light and fresh with the taste of melon and zest. Uh, this this is, is much better than... which one? Better. We had just like a, wa- a white blend last time, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was like the green bottle. Um, and this is obviously more of like a, a pink label, obviously, with it being rosé, but... Yeah, I prefer, and I will say, I think we've tried quite a bit of rosés. Yeah. I would even put this up there. I wouldn't say with one of the best, but one of the better rosés. One of the better. Now, I, I will say. I think because it's not too sweet. Am I about to, like, snitch on your B-Day gift? For the price so. point, if I'm going to buy a bottle of rosé, still, it's almost been a full year. I'm going for oh, the Post yeah. Malone. Post Malone one. Yeah. That was incredible. This is about the same price point. They were right on the shelves beside each other when I was grabbing mine. Almost knocked the Post Malone off the shelf. 
Very nervous. <laughs> Very nervous. <laughs> That's the hardest part of this podcast. It's like not knocking sh- like not knocking other wines off yeah. the shelves when I'm grabbing wine because yeah, your girl's a klutz. Um, and I'm short as well. Yeah, well, I and guess- this was on the top shelf. Yeah, not that I consider yeah. a top shelf wine, but it's good. No, yeah, yeah. I agree. I wonder if they put it as a top shelf wine because of the name, or because of. That's a great question. I wonder if they take in celebrity profiles as part of a top shelf or lower shelf, or it just pre the price point. Great question. Because I was literally just at Harris Cedar and they had a picture of Post Malone underneath his wine. So, really? Yeah. And I wonder if they price up a wine because of the name, which you would think would make it a better wine, but really it's the it's just price point just up because of the name. Yeah. Probably. Hmm. Questions for Jesus. Things that make you go, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's go ahead and let's get into our uh, main topics because... Oh, buddy. Let's see. Um, well, we have a lot to cover. Not a lot, but like very... Um, there's a lot Deep. to talk about. Deep yes. subjects, yeah. Deep subjects. Um, um, should we get into the Oscar predictions first? Let's do that last, because that's the low, the the most low risk. Okay. Let's so in that with... case, you're gonna you're gonna take this over because yeah, I have so much to learn. Okay. okay. About Vanderpump Rules. I am very grateful to have had a life this weekend, so I didn't get entranced by this story because I probably <laughs> would have. But in, if I could give anybody listening some advice, it is to not fuck your coworkers, but to also <laughs> not fuck your coworkers' boyfriends. <laughs> yeah. So especially when isn't your coworker also like your? Are they best friends? Yeah, they're all friends. It's yeah. a shit show. So Vanderpump Rules on Bravo. Um, if you guys don't know, which it's been on for ten years, you kind of missed the mark but it is a show about a bunch of friends who are also waiters at one of lisa vanderpump's restaurants damn we should have drank lisa vanderpump tonight oh but it's fun okay yeah okay anyway (laughs) so there's tom sandoval and ariana maddox who have been in a very very long relationship they've been dating since 2013 um and their show's Played out. I mean, their relationships played on the show, and um, if you watch Vanderpump, there's a lot of cheating in relationships. But they've kind of strayed away from that. They've been, mm-hmm. you know, above the fold in that. Okay. A little quick sidebar, but this is very important information. This year, Katie Maloney and Tom Schwartz divorced after they'd been together for 12 years not married 12 years but together 12 years in total okay. still a very long time yeah um around that same time raquel levis and james kennedy split too they were engaged but they okay. um yeah so i'm not watching right now i'm not gonna lie to you guys i am a weekend bravo person I have to, it has to be something I really want to watch for me to walk, watch on weekdays. Otherwise, okay. Sundays like, are like housewives. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mostly okay. housewives. Um, but like, I'll 
follow up on Below Deck, which I'll talk about more later, and I'll follow up on Vanderpump Rules and Family Karma, Shaw's of Sunset. I watch everything on Bravo. Uh-huh. Just I don't... I'm just not so reading. you don't watch day to day. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So I'm a little lost for this season because last season was awful. Okay, so anyway, apparently this season Raquel seems a little weird. Um, she goes to a dinner and she says that she's pretty interested in Tom Schwartz, which he just got divorced, so he is single, single but she's been around him for a while and mm-hmm. it's kind of, I don't know, it's weird. So then she goes and watch What Happens Live and she says, you know, I'm just trying to live my life and I'm sorry that it offends people, but it's not going to stop me from doing what I want to do. Hot take. Okay. Mm-hmm. So flash forward to last Friday um, when People Magazine and TMZ both reported that Tom Sandoval and Ariana had called it quits after nine years. And why did they call it quits? Because Tom Sandoval had been having a six month long affair with Raquel which god six months is what we know at least okay like that's okay. at least so wait so they were married for nine years together for 12 no 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 different Tom no different no. Tom god okay Tom, Tom and Ariana Tom Sandoval and Ariana have been together since 2013 they've been together nine years not married okay not married okay shorts um, Schwartz and Katie Maloney were married Katie and got Maloney. divorced. Okay, 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 okay. But okay. Raquel has been seen making out with Schwartz mm. and has said that she's interested in him. That's like the storyline this season on Vanderpump Rules. Okay. And, um... <laughs> Is so it covering the season right now, the the affair? Or this, no, no, uh, not this yet. affair just came okay. out. Let me get okay. there. Let me get okay. there. Okay, okay, okay. The affair just came out in real life, not on Bravo, this past weekend. Um, the six month affair, not not the, the six month affair. Okay, okay. The the Schwartz Raquel thing is playing out on TV right now. Okay, the that's what I okay. The Sandoval Ra- is what just came, just came out. out this weekend. Yes. Okay, so it's the Schwartz one is currently coming out on on the show. TV. Yes, exactly. The new one in real life just came out this weekend. This weekend, yeah. Okay. So, according to People Magazine, Ariana's at Tom Sandoval's concert. Because, God, if I hate a Bravo storyline, it's somebody that wants to do music. I would rather Mm. you shell a million businesses out to our faces over a music career. A music career. Drives me nuts. Anyway, she's at Tom's concert, and she has his phone, and he gets a text. Mm-hmm. And it is a sexual video from Raquel on his phone. So she opens the phone or she takes his, she has his she phone. She has his phone. He's performing. He's okay. at his own concert. He she gets has a, his phone. He gets a text from Raquel and she opens it. And she opens it and it's Raquel doing something sexual to herself. Oh. Is what I'll say. Um, <laughs> okay. So... <laughs> I feel like a prude even like not being able to say it, but whatever. I don't want to say it. Um, so James Kennedy, Raquel's ex, um, told people to go to Tom's show and throw tomatoes. That was his reaction. It, go ahead. Okay. No, I was thinking James Kennedy, the E correspondent, but his name is Jason Kennedy. Okay. Never yeah. Mind. Different guy. Different guy. Different There's guy. no okay. E overlap with, okay. The brother, okay, okay, okay. with this story. Um, Katie Maloney, Tom Schwartz ex, posted some clown emojis, 
and a couple memes, but nothing really consequential. Lala Kent is running this story into the fucking ground. She's, I mean, I'm going to go on my soapbox later after we get through the details. Um, but she's clout chasing like hell over this. Um, I, for the longest time, every time somebody, I just learned today, Lala Kent, and I should have known, is not Lala. The Lala that we know. Lala from MTV. Lala from, from MTV. Anthony Kardashians. Yeah, I was like, maybe this Vanderpump Rules has so much because there's like Lala's involved. No, and then I've been on TikTok trying to understand the story. And I'm like, Lala Ken. I'm like, that's a white girl. That's a white and girl. Like, <laughs> she doesn't know it though. That's a whole other conversation. Okay, um, okay, okay. <laughs> no, so there's been all kinds of just random shit that's coming out about this. Um, apparently Raquel's real name is Rachel. People are really upset about that. That is the most inconsequential the thing to me. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> you guys are getting hung up on the dumbest shit. Um, yeah. All right. <laughs> they had matching necklaces, apparently. Lala and um, Tom Sandoval. They both uh-huh. had lightning rod necklaces. And that is the Tom Tom signature. So you don't watch Bravo, but... Um, Lisa Vanderpump and her husband are restaurateurs and all these kids back when Vanderpump rules used to be fun. They were all kind of poor and they wanted to be actors or models or singers or whatever. And they were working at Vanderpump's restaurants. I think they were working at Sir mostly. Um, I don't know why my brain is just not working right now, but they all were working at Lisa Vanderpump's restaurants to make ends meet while they tried to make it famous. So that was supposed to be like the basis of the show. Okay. And, and Lisa Vanderpump uh, is just like entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. Her husband. She wasn't a housewife or anything that branched no, off. She was on Housewives of Beverly Hills. Oh, that's how okay. we came to meet her. Okay. Um, and that's why people are like, if I work at this restaurant, I can have ways to get into the business because she is in the business herself. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Okay. Or, okay, okay, okay. I okay. mean, truly just to make ends meet while they live in Los Angeles because Wait, right, right. they're not getting paid off their acting at this point. And okay. neither, although now they kind of are. Um, I don't even know why I started talking about this. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, oh, wait. Um, the, the lightning rod necklaces. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So as the show has gotten more and more popular, Lisa Vanderpump's opened a million restaurants while Vanderpump Rules is going. But some of the people from the show have started opening their own restaurants and bars. Okay. So there's Tom Tom, which is run by the two Toms, Tom Sandoval okay. and Tom Schwartz. And then two of the girls are supposed to open a place. And then there's also Schwartz and Sandy's, which is opened by, it's owned by Tom Sandoval and Tom Schwartz. Okay, that's where okay, I was So this is at. their second restaurant. So they have their second restaurant, like, okay. because of the show. Um, and all of my friends who have gone to L.A. and gone to, like, Lisa Vanderbumps or the Tom's restaurants all have great reviews. So if you're wondering, oh. um, actually, okay, sidebar, that's what I want to do for my birthday next year. Oh. L.A. trip, and we just do the most outrageously touristy fan shit. For every place. Wait, not just I don't hate like, this idea. Not just Housewives. I want to do like... Like we're on the bus and they're pointing, that's Oprah Winfrey's yes, house. That's yes, uh, Angelina exactly. Jolie. <laughs> and then I want to go on game shows, specifically The Price is Right. Um, oh. I, I, I could be into... 
Yeah, we'll talk this. more about this later. Um, yeah. I'll do this off, anyway, off pod. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm getting back on track, I swear. All that to say, I don't know what happened during the pandemic, but Bravo fans went unhinged. Something <laughs> happened in 2020 where Bravo fans think that they are quite literally a part of the show. Mm-hmm. And they have a right to know every single thing about every person's life that's on the show. And to an extent, I mean, the smallest extent, yes, because they are on reality TV and like we are the reason that they make money is because they we watch the show. Right. But never in the history of TV has anybody ever agreed to show all aspects of their lives. And mm-hmm. Or that we are entitled to all aspects of their loves. And I think Bravo fans this weekend have gone completely unhinged. I thought it would be kind of over today. Um, I feel awful for Ariana. Like, mm-hmm. absolutely terrible. To one, be cheated on for your, by your boyfriend of nine years. Oh, I didn't even fucking include this point. They were having the affair in their house. So Raquel was <gasps> coming to Tom and Ariana's house to hook up and Ariana's name's on the mortgage so it's like their house together it's Tom and Ariana's name and they recently refinanced that house to invest in I think Schwartz and Sandy's Uh uh-uh yeah so all that to say you hear how mad I sound I'm not taking up for either one of them but I think that you have to be a crazy person to like harass the two of them online Mm. I think that that I think that for all aspects of like any celebrity, I'm just any not celebrity. for online harassment for stuff, and like mm-hmm. it's kind of for like, like very personal things. If personal it's things, things, I guess. Um, yeah, surface level. Then yeah, yeah that's like, probably my issue. Now, okay, say Tom Sandoval came out and was like very homophobic or sexist mm-hmm. or racist or you know anti-trans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like a very, being a cheater's bad. I'm not trying to make him seem like he should be able to do what he wants. I don't right. think that he should at, in any aspect. I think he's a piece of shit. But like he has a restaurant and people are going on and giving like the restaurant page bad reviews and stuff. And I'm like, you know, they have employees and there's other people that own the business. And yeah. that's what he said. He put out a public apology and his public apology was kind of dog shit because he does not mention Ariana at all in his public apology. Mm. But he kind of, I mean, to me, made a good point to say, stop harassing like my coworkers, my friends, my family. Yeah. And I'm like, you know. If you're going to direct the heat, truly, just direct it at him. But I feel, is bad the word I want to use? Because I don't feel bad, but I don't think it's, like, wise to try to tear down his business because he cheated on his girlfriend. Hmm. You can choose to not support him, but if people want to go to yeah. his restaurant still, and, and then they should be able to go without being like, am I going to get poisoned if I go here? But also, there are employees whose livelihood depends on this Fair. guy. And I would hate for, like, my boss to do something. And, and you face the repercussions. And of- I face the repercussions. Because those people ain't making, like, y'all can shut down Schwartz and Sandy's tomorrow. And they're going to be fine. But the employees who are waiters and bartenders there yeah, are going to be fucked. And I just think that, like, it's only Bravo. I don't understand it. 
I've seen it this season with Real Housewives of Potomac. They have this weird parasocial relationship with these people. Um, and maybe it's because we've been watching the shows. I've been watching Bravo at a minimum since 2006. Like, I think this um, reminds me a lot of our Selena Gomez and Haley Bieber uh, conversation last week. Where the fans just like feel like you, the parasocial relationship is just like too, they're too logged in or like feel entitled to their lives. Yeah. When it's really none of their business. Exactly. Selena Gomez fans have been fans of her for just as long as like people who watch Bravo from, or watch maybe like Vanderpump, like for better part of all of 10 years, you know? I know. They feel like they're owed reasoning or owed answers or something. It's just like, and I guess that's my problem with the, listen, I, I think that they're both pieces of shit. I would probably murder if, if me and you were, if I was dating somebody and I found out you were having an affair with him, I would drive to West Virginia and like fist fight you. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But would I expect people who follow me on Instagram to like come at you? I think it's strange to not. It's yeah. And again, these people have literally been in our TVs for 10 years. So I get why you have this weird connection with them, but I also don't. So these are like, um, does this change the course of the show? I guess like, is it this bit? Like these are main, main. Oh, these names. are the main characters. Um, these are the main this characters. Is, but this by is the grace like of God, um, Andy Cohen grabbed the cameras, and this is all, all apparently going to play off this season. So I'm gonna have to start fucking watching it. I guess they're gonna I just. Like, I I read that they're trying to like they're like I don't we don't know if we're gonna have to make this like a first half second half season just so it can all fit in one season i was like okay i might have to watch this i know i may have to jump in i usually just kind of catch it on a saturday when it's raining and that's when i catch uh-huh. up on stuff i might have to start watching this on a weekly basis i went from I'm not being able to tell you a single cast member's name so i think i can okay let me try Let's and this it. is all since saturday i think i learned of this Okay, so there's an Ariana. Yep. There's a Tom and a Tom. Schwartz mm-hmm. and Sand... Uh, Sandoval. You were close. Sandoval. There's a Raquel. Mm-hmm. There's a... Um, okay, let me... There's a Jax. Oh, Jax isn't on the show anymore, by the grace of God. Jax is the fucking worst. I mean, Jax is quite literally... One of the worst people that has ever been on reality TV. That's how much I hate oh, him. Okay. I there's hate a, his There's guts. a Katie. Yeah. Obviously, there's a... Is Lisa, like, Vanderpump on the show at all at this point anymore? Yeah, just, she just... Yeah. She's the okay. boss still. They okay, all still work. There's a... Sh- is it start with an S? H? Sh- Sheena? She... Oh, yeah. Yeah. What's her name? Sheena. Sheena. Okay. Wasn't something happened? Okay, I had seen this also go around that after 
Wednesday uh, night. Allegedly, they say that she might have punched Raquel in the face when she found out about the after the a taping of affair. what Watch What Happens Live, right? Yeah, that's what they're saying. Okay, I kind of don't believe it, but that's what I've heard. Okay, I've learned all these people's. I think because it was like a, it was all over the internet this weekend, and I was like, "Wait, I want to know what's going on. <laughs> I don't want to be left to these people. I want to be." <laughs> people were texting me, and I was like, "Oh my god!" I, I would text them. I'm like, "I don't, I don't know this." So I'm I made it. I made like happy. a concerted effort to <laughs> learn these people's names. Learn. A baseline story. I've, I've, um, like, <laughs> this is embarrassing. I probably have, like, five close friends who we are mostly friends because of Bravo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I can and list off the people I'm friends with because of I, the Jonas Brothers, One yeah. Direction. I can do this. Yeah. But we, I have no, uh, I was so excited that none of us, I hate to say I don't care, but. Because I care. You heard how excited I was talking about it. Right. But I don't really care. Like, maybe it's because I'm not a huge, I'm not a huge Bravo fan. I mean, not, what did I just say? I'm not a huge Vanderpump Rules fan. But Uh maybe it's because it happened on the weekend and I was like out doing stuff. So I was like, I don't, I I couldn't get into it. And then by the time Uh I decided to get into it, I was like, Oh, you guys are too much. being weird. Like, yeah. yeah. I just, I, yes, it's our business. They are stars of the show. Mm-hmm. I want to see it play out on the show. I don't want to see it play out on my in, Twitter in real timeline. Time. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'd okay. rather see, even if I'm lied and duped to by Bravo, I'd rather see it on TV than have to read a million tweets. I don't want to have to read what Dumois secretly known for six months and haven't told anybody. Like it's very much like, um, when we found out for the umpteen time that Tristan cheated on Chloe. Yeah. Watch it play in real time. And now we're like, now we're gonna have to wait for season, whatever of the Kardashians to see how they're going to. Yeah. It's exactly how they're going to turn it, which, okay. Sidebar. They have been ridiculously quiet lately. Like what are they up to? Too quiet. Yeah. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. A new business starts up. I I will say, um, sidebar, sidebar. I bought (laughs) two shirts from Skims per my sister's um, recommendation. (sighs) Kim can make a shirt. These are comfortable. Mm, No, they're like a like a fitted crop, um, elastic. I wouldn't say elastic. a jersey type material. Comfortable as hell. I don't want you to give her your money. I'm if I, I already did. It was like fifty-three dollars do- a shirt. Oh my god, Courtney! I know. I know. No. I no. know. I know. I'm gonna send you an Amazon dupe. <laughs> I know. I know. I I've think already the, found the dupe lines because I really I have, like I, the-, the thing is I found the dupes and I still bought the 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 name. I bought a black and a white one. And by God, it's comfortable. <laughs> Let me tell you, there's this place in Charlotte that sells. It's not secondhand, but it's just the stuff that didn't sell mm-hmm. at stores. And they have a mm-hmm. lot of skims. And do that. Next time you come down, I'm going to take you. 
Yeah. It's like ten dollars for everything. Because that's really? how much it's worth. You're getting fucking scammed. You're paying fifty three dollars. That's what I'm telling you. I know. Listen. There's you know nothing- such a smart business idea. It would be like a store that sells the dupes of all of the stuff that you want. So that you walk in. It's called it's Amazon, like, babe. <laughs> no, I mean, but like a physical store. Like, imagine like you oh, okay. walked in. Wait, you yeah, know Amazon? Like a brick and okay, mortar store. Amazon has brick and mortar clothes stores now. I have seen one. Yeah. One's in Columbus, Ohio, of all that's places. Exa- that's where I saw it. Yeah. It's at Easton, where the Forever 21 used to be. To be. Wait, hold on. I'm about to shout out an Instagrammer. Did you see it from Morgan Stiles? Oh, everybody go file her. Uh, no, I saw it in person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw that Morgan did a, a try on there and I was yeah, like the whole like payment thing is like crazy as well the whole process to- is like new and innovative Jeff Bezos you're a bad man but terrible he's not a genius he doesn't come up with anything same with Elon he's True. a little smarter than Elon he did come up with Amazon I will give him that yeah but I wonder how oh, much actually- Jeff Bezos gets per I buy Amazon Oh, he probably gets a penny, a but how many people buy? Yeah. You know? Um, but when I was in Salt Lake City, I went into mm-hmm. one of those. It wasn't an it wasn't a grocery store, but it was like a convenience store. But it was like um, where you scanned your credit card when you walked in, picked mm-hmm. up everything you wanted and walked out. Put it and in they the just cart? Yes. Yeah. I watched people. I watched a YouTube video of that where people just like. It just knows what you put in your cart. I don't I know do how. Understand it. And me and my friend, we walked out right behind each other, and it had both of our items separately. It was crazy. I don't get it. I, I don't trust it. it. I mean, it worked. So how can I not trust it? It worked. Exactly. It worked it seamlessly. Just... I'm so annoyed, though. Yeah. <laughs> do you? I how did you get the receipt? Did just like on your like, really... Amazon app? I didn't get a receipt. I just chose not to my bank it. account. I just knew what I. I got a pizza and a Diet Coke, so I just uh-huh. kind of knew how much they cost. And I was like, well, let's see if it's right. And then my friend got, like, a wrap, and her wrap was, like, $7. My pizza was $10, and both of them. And we walked out of the gate at the same time. It had, like, a a door hinge yeah, that we yeah. were probably supposed to use separately, but we walked out of it at the exact same time, and, and it, it just knew. got both of our shit separately. It was so weird. I don't – he probably has my DNA at this point. I don't <laughs> – Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. He's going to tell you right now which gender child you're going to have in five to ten years. I know. Hopefully it's a boy. I can't do hair. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I really can't do hair. But um, okay. <laughs> also, uh, on Friday, I will say I only watched about 20 minutes of the Chris Rock special. Um, and then Saturday. Like, Saturday. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I think I even watched mine on Sunday, to be quite honest. You did watch it on Sunday at 7 a.m. you texted me. Yeah, I was up early. <laughs> at 7 a.m. you texted me. Um, it, I... It... <laughs> so much of what he says, I was just like, one, this is what comedy shows and specials used to be. Oh, it was so so for, much of what he says. It was so you much for Gen X. Say now. It was oh. so for Gen X, Gen yeah. X and Boomers. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, how did Netflix get away with greenlighting this? Probably because they just wanted him to make remarks about the slap um, and Will Smith. But I watched a good twenty minutes, maybe even close to thirty, and I was like, 
I can't, I can't finish this. And, but it's also awful because I was laughing and I was like, man, I haven't laughed as hard as like this, but it feels wrong to laugh. I, it's, what it did you a, laugh at? It was a strange I I, line. I should, I should be honest and say I did not watch it. I probably will not watch it, uh-huh. but I did watch as many clips on Twitter as possible. As so, possible. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh. I'm trying. I don't. It, w- it was, it was just stuff probably, honestly, that I shouldn't, not, okay, it wasn't, it wasn't bad, it was just, like, the jokes, you know when you watch The Office, or you watch, mm-hmm. even, like, Glee, I rewatched a couple episodes, and I was like, this is funny, but they just couldn't do it now, but it's still funny. Yeah. That's how it was, except Chris Rock's special was a lot more crude, and... Um, he would get canceled today. Yeah, if he wasn't Chris Rock, he would get canceled today. He was like a new comedian. Anyway, we're talking about all this because this is the first time he has in public talked about the slap. And unless I've watched more clips, because I didn't even watch it as far to hear him talk about Will Smith. The gist of what he said that even referenced the slap is he was talking about he basically just kept calling Will Smith a bitch. He said it so many times. And over and over. And he was like, your wife cheated on you with your son's, was it friend? friend? Yeah. Yeah, that's what he says. And he just like kept, and then you went on her interview show and she's asking, how did it make you feel? Da, da, da. And he just kind of over and over calls Will Smith a a bitch. Mm -hmm. And then says, and then you get mad and you slap me. Unless there yeah. was another clip. That's as much as I know. That's basically what he says. But here's my thing. When I watched that, I was... I mean, that's basically what he says to me. I didn't watch the whole thing. That's the clip I saw. Mm-hmm. He... He, to me, took what the internet was saying and ran with it. Yeah. Because that's not why Will Smith smacked him. He never addressed the joke he made about Jada Pinkett. No, he, he never... He never once... But, he could have been like, y'all, I didn't fucking know she had alopecia, mm-hmm. which if he said that, listen, I'm not pro-violence, but I am pro-talk shit, get hit. So it's just, yeah. you gotta <laughs> yeah. pick and choose your battles. But <laughs> if he said that, if he said, how was I supposed to know that she had alopecia? I don't watch her fucking show. I don't follow their day-to-day lives. Mm-hmm. He never went to dress what he said. To make yeah. Will go up on stage and smack him. He's turned it into what the internet ran with and mm-hmm. made Jada out to be the the wrong person in all of this. Mm-hmm. Like, truly not learning your lesson in that you keep talking shit about this woman. Right. Now it's been almost 30 years. This has been your go-to punching bag mm. is to go in on her. And you're not even addressing what you said that caused the issue. Like, yeah. if he said, if he even said, I spoke about Jada's alopecia, which is not why Will's upset. Will's upset because of this, because of A, B, and C. Then, mm-hmm. all right. But he's acting like... Acknowledge what you said, at least. Acknowledge what you said. You know you did something wrong. I'm not saying Will Smith's completely right. You know right. you did something wrong. Come out and just be like, 
Accountability, okay. I guess. I made a joke about her bald head. Mm-hmm. You're a comedian. And make a joke. And I will go ahead and say, I'm not going to finish watching the special. Um, and you're probably not going to start watching it. If he does, I, uh, we would have seen the clips if it's on Twitter. Yeah. But if he did, let us know. I don't think he acknowledged uh, that. No. Unless the clip just hasn't popped up. No. But unless we're wrong, let us know. But I don't think we are. No. He just... Yeah. I'll tell you something else that really bugged me about his special. Again, didn't watch, but he made, he chose Meghan Markle to make a bunch of jokes about. Oh, yes, he did. Which, you know, Meghan Markle is a polarizing figure. I will be open and say that I am team Meghan because there's nothing this woman does has done that has warranted the harassment she gets from the internet. Mm-hmm. But him, once again, choosing to make black women the source of his jokes. Mm-hmm. Bro. Come on. And also, backtracking a little bit, he talks shit about Jada cheating on Will, which anybody that has a brain and has followed Hollywood knows that they have had an open relationship Chris Rock cheated on his wife for years and years and years and years and years. So much so that she got half of his estate when they divorced. He mentioned that. He mentioned he's like, the last time uh, I got in an argument with my wife and an attorney was involved, I lost my house. That that was yeah. like somewhat of a joke, yeah. So why the fuck are you lost such a moral yeah. high ground? I'm getting really upset now. Why are you the moral high ground on cheating when you cheated on your wife? Mm. But it's a problem because a woman cheated on her husband. If mm. a man cheated on his wife, there would not be this much discourse about it. Mm-hmm. Nobody would hate. When's the last time? Tristan Thompson is probably the last time that the internet has been very much on the woman's side versus the man's side. But even with Tristan Thompson, people could rationalize what he did. Mm. People are not giving it, Jada any kind of rationalization. And they have an open marriage. Like, now that I think about it, like a lot of, I mean... Let's see. So he talked about the slap. He talked about Meghan Markle. He talked about the Kardashians and OJ Simpson. It's a lot of low hanging fruit. Okay. Also, nothing. OJ Simpson, like, nineteen ninety six jokes, bro. It's twenty twenty three. That's what I'm saying. Like low hanging fruit. Just over. like, yeah. I mean, I, I yeah. Maybe there's a reason that Chris Rock is not a active performer. And he was like blubbering and stuttering and listen, I can't say anything because I'm not speaking perfectly on this podcast, but I don't consider myself one of the greatest comedians of all time. And he Mm. probably shouldn't either if I'm (laughs) being honest. But here's my here's my biggest issue with all of the Chris Rock like I was about to say dick suckers, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what else to call them because people are coming out of the woodworks being the biggest Chris Rock fans of all time. The Chris Rock. And to that I say, if you love Chris Rock that much, send me a DM. Tell me your favorite movie. Tell me your favorite Chris Rock movie. You're probably about to say Shrek, Courtney. to our first episode ever that is Eddie Murphy Chris Rock's biggest movie is being the zebra in Madagascar um oh I don't want to get another one wrong let's hear it just Rush Hour 
No, that's Chris Tucker. of racism that comes from a place of Chris Rock has not given me he's enough performances that, to he's not worthy of all of this like Chris Tucker like, I'm so sorry <laughs> this is a this is oh a shout out to Eddie Murphy and Chris Tucker that have been <laughs> gotten oh stray God. bullets from strays straight up strays okay now I'm cracking up that's so funny but I did not expect you to say rush hour. Because <laughs> <laughs> okay. weren't we kind of recently talking about they're going to do a new rush hour? Um, I think we are. I think we are. I think we had. Maybe just between you and I, we had spoke about it. Maybe like in our personal text. I'm very yeah. excited for it. Okay. okay. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's move on from that embarrassing moment. Because yeah. apparently I I think the, okay. I need to learn Chris Rock's like filmography just so I, I don't get confused with anybody else. Like if I just it's know Madagascar. Chris Rock's. That's really it. His big role is New Jack City, which I would bet $100 million you've never fucking seen. No. Um, and I say that because I've never seen it. But, <laughs> uh, no, his his movies on IMDb are even weird. Like top five, never heard of it. The uh, Longest Yard with starring Adam Sandler. <laughs> how, so how is Chris Rock such part of the celebrity stand up comedy? And he used okay. to host like all the award shows. Okay. Um, <laughs> I can't stop laughing. <laughs> I want to post like a a montage of Chris Tucker and put like and Eddie Murphy and be like love Chris Rock and all of his roles and put like the arms of an angel Sarah McLaughlin song and just like give praise Chris, to them. Chris Tucker's in that new Ben Affleck movie that's going to come out. That uh, Air Jordan one or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Wait, Chris Tucker was in Silver Linings Play Playbook. <gasps> yes. Yeah. Listen, yeah. I can't even make Me fun saying, of you because yeah, as if I... for some reason I thought that that was Dave Chappelle in that role. Um, wasn't Dave Chappelle in a, another movie? Like a, a serious movie? Yeah. No. So you're don't feel bad about getting these celebrities God. confused with Chris Rock because I swear to you, I have a chat with one of my friends and it is exclusively for me to tell him about celebrities I get confused. Um, the most recent one I sent him was uh Joe Pesci and Danny DeVito. So Fair. Uh no, we're right with Dave Chappelle. He was in a Stars Born. Ah, that's what it was. Yeah. Yes. Okay. okay. I need to have some like redemptive um arc in, in this podcast episode. And mine is you're, you're about to crush it because I haven't watched a lot of movies this year, so it's your time to shine, baby. Okay, so yeah, we are gonna do um our Oscars prediction. That way uh mostly because we just if there's one thing that Ariana and I uh together like to do is is to be like I told you so. 
<laughs> Especially when it comes to pop culture. Um, I don't know if there's anything we take more pleasure in, to be quite honest. Okay, I'm just going to go um, through our top one, two, three, four, five categories. Uh, best picture, actor, actress, supporting actor and actress. Um, I'll list them. We'll just do a real quick uh, who we want and who we think will win. Um, and that way, when who we want wins, we can shove it in your faces. And who we think wins, we can also shove that in your faces. Yeah, we get two chances. We you get two chances. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to go ahead and list off. We're going to do the big one. Best picture. We have yes. All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar, The Way of Water, The Banshees of Inisherin, Elvis, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Fablemans, Tar, Top Gun Maverick, Triangle of Sadness, and Women Talking. Uh, I have the same opinion on Best Picture as I do on Best Album. Why are there so many? Ten nominations. They've expanded it. I know. I know that it gives like a wider scope, but like also... Okay. I think that the Oscars needs to just do more categories at this point. I like televise more of like mm, televise less. Few. Oh, televise less. I think that they need to um maybe ooh do the breakdown of comedy, musical, and drama and drama. Like the Golden Globes do, but then do an ultimate best picture on top of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because some of these I love Top Gun. Yeah. It was a fun movie. But you're not going to hold it up against a, uh, a good movie. Does that make sense? It was like... Um, it was an enjoyable movie. But that doesn't mean it was a, a feat of cinematic, you know, proportions. Yeah. 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 Um, okay, so... I agree with that. Um, I'll go... Yeah, so who do you, who do you think? I think everything, everywhere, all at once is going to win. Okay, I have that same. Who do you um, want? What do I want to win? This is a hot take. But it's all quiet on the Western front. I really was like, I love that movie. I watched it in German. I was like heavy breathing while watching it. Scared uh-huh. that my favorite character was going to get murdered. Uh-huh. Um, I love I say the murder. score. From, it was it was war. From what I watched. Just, there's no murder in war. You just die. Um, but I really, really, I love a war movie though. So that kind mm. of sways my decision. Yeah. So that's what I would want to win. Do I think it's going to win? Well, it just won the BAFTA, which did it. I must apparently the BAFTAs are the true precursor right. of the Oscars. Um. But that w- that is what I'd want to win. But I also wonder how much of the BAFTAs is they're like, oh, it's a German, like a European. Yeah, I wonder movie, that too. And but it's an English. Also, it was a weird movie to watch in that you find yourself accidentally rooting for the Germans during World War Two, oh. and you're like, ew, what do I say? Not the Nazis. <laughs> Not the Nazis. <laughs> Nazis. <laughs> you're like, oh my god, I hope he survives. And then you're like, hold on, he would kill me if he saw me. So probably <laughs> <Yeah>. not. <laughs> Alright, what are your two? Um, I also think Everywhere All at Once 
and I also want everywhere, all everything everywhere oh, yeah. at once. Um, I'm trying to think of what I think could be a runner up of who I think. Maybe, maybe <sighs> the Fablemans, just because it's a Spielberg. Steven Spielberg. Yeah, I think he'll win Best Director because they just yeah. It's just is what it is at that place. Yeah. Um, I'm not okay. upset about it. I think Spielberg's a great director, but... Yeah. It's a good year for movies. Unlike last year. Last year was terrible for movies. Uh, this I've, year? I've enjoyed watching these movies this year. Yeah. Exactly. And I will say I haven't watched um, Avatar because I just don't care. Yeah, I'm not into it. I don't want to go to the movies to watch it. And everybody's like, you have to go to the movies to watch it. Yeah. Like, I don't care. Not for me. Um, okay. Next we have a uh, lead actor. Austin Butler for Elvis, Colin Farrell, The Banshees of Anna Sharon, Brendan Fraser for The Whale, Paul Mescal, After Sun, Bill Nye for Living. Who Correct. do you... Did I th- think? Who do I think's gonna win it? <sighs> oh, let's do who do you want. Let's do with this. Let's do Selfish first and then we'll do... Okay, Selfish. I want Brendan Fraser to win it. I want this comeback to fully come full circle. Mm-hmm. He's gotten treated terribly by Hollywood. Mm-hmm. I want him to have this full circle moment. Mm-hmm. Um, who do I think is going to win it? Mm-hmm. Austin Butler. Mine. Do I think he deserves it? No. Mine's reversed. I want Austin Butler. Because I just remember walking out of Elvis and being like, I did not really enjoy that movie, but I think I really enjoyed him as Elvis. I think he did a great job, but I think Brendan Fraser, but I also share your sentiment and thinking that I would also like Brendan Fraser to win. Um, Here's my thing with Austin Butler. And I told somebody this specifically about Colin Farrell. I don't think that you should win Colin Farrell. I don't think that he should win for being, for playing a, a simpleton. I don't think that it's hard to act dumb. Mm. Ellis, but did you watch The Banshees of Inner Sharon? I did. See, I enjoyed it. I liked I it. His, I liked the I movie. his eyebrows did a lot of the heavy lifting in that movie. I don't think... <laughs> I'm going to stick by my statement. I don't think that it's hard to act stupid. Mm. In that same vein... I don't think it's hard to act like Elvis. He is probably the most impersonated person in the world. There are people in Vegas who get paid tons of dollars to act like Elvis. Uh-huh. And there's they nothing doing that us the best Elvis. Yeah, there's definitely people in Vegas who do the best of this. Probably better than Austin Butler did. Not to shit on Austin Butler, because I don't think that he was bad in the role. Uh-huh. I just don't think that it's hard to be Elvis. Elvis to win an Oscar. But I did went I did read this tweet today that apparently the Oscars love a biopic. And mm. not since 2016 has there been um winners of the big four acting. Mm-hmm. That were all fictional characters. Every since really? 2016, somebody's played a biopic character, and then before that, it was 1997. 
So wow. the Oscar loves a biopic, and that's why I'm like, Austin Butler's gonna... That's why you think it'll be him. Yeah, I think he's gonna win it. Um, also, just because we are... Um, excuse me, normal people, like, stands on this podcast. I would love to see... It's a long shot. He'll get it. Paul Mescal win. It's a, it's a oh, long yeah. shot. But it's not gonna happen, but... It would be wild to see if he did. It would be absolutely wild. Okay. Um, best lead actress, we have Kate Blanchett and Tar... Anadarmus for blonde. The the point of contention, uh, Andrea Riseborough. We really haven't talked about that. To, no, we haven't. For two Leslie, uh, Michelle Williams, The Fablemans, and Michelle Yeoh for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Um, pause for anybody that, or I guess I know not really too much of a pause for anybody that doesn't know the the drama surrounding Andrea Riseborough and to Leslie. She somehow snuck into this category because a lot of A <laughs> list celebrities were holding. Uh, showings for the movie to Leslie, which got pretty meh. Pr- meh, meh, and it was really quiet. Like you don't, you haven't heard of this movie, um, but somehow there was a lot of just. Um, she was holding showings for a lot of the Academy voters. Yeah, and you had all these A-list celebrities randomly. Who didn't say anything for the Golden Globes, didn't say anything for the BAFTAs, nothing for the SAGs, come out of the woodworks and say, hey, this movie was great and she should be nominated, nominated. for an Oscar, which is how the Oscar nominations kind of go. Um, yeah. Anyway, I she she didn't make either my think or want. But who no. would you want to win lead actress? Okay, my answer is it's it's Michelle Yeoh. I want and Michelle Yeoh. I think. Uh huh. But as much as I dislike Tar, like the actress, it was a great movie. Mm-hmm. Like Kate Blanchett did a great job in Tar. Okay, I don't think so you're supposed to like her if you are yes. um, a liberal. But if you are, <laughs> we'll get to it. If you are a liberal, yeah. you're not supposed to like her. But if you are like a conservative, you're supposed to. Uh, I did not like her character, but I think she did a great job in it. But I think yeah. it should go to, and I want it to go to Michelle Yeoh. I also want it to go to Michelle Yeoh, and I think, or but I think it'll go to Kate Blanchett for Tar. I could see it. The Oscars love to fuck people over, especially people yeah. of color. Like yeah. I don't trust them at all. I, and I'll get to that for best supporting because I feel like they have a lot of backtracking to do mm. uh, for best supporting mm. actress, I should say. Um, so let's go ahead. And, let's go ahead and do actress. Um, best supporting actress. We have Angela Bassett for Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Hong Chow for The Whale. Carrie Condon, I believe is how you say her name. The Banshees of Anna Sharon. Jamie Lee Curtis, Everything Everywhere All at Once. And Stephanie Sue, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Um, all right. I think... Okay, we'll keep with that. I feel we'll like we're going to say the same thing. I think it's going to go to Jamie Lee Curtis. See, no, I don't have, no. Okay, you go ahead and really? do your, your one thing. Yeah. I don't want it to. I think it's going to go to Jamie Lee Curtis, and it's going to be basically a Lifetime Achievement Award for her. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And you want it to oh, go to. wow, wow. Okay, hold on. I have a two-part of this. Okay. Who I think think it should go to. Right, Stephanie who you want. Sue. Okay, who you think it that's should? That's not who I want. That's not, but not that's who, who you want. That's who I think it should go to is Stephanie Sue. Okay, for everything, everywhere, all at once. I want it to go to Angela Bassett. Yeah, because she has deserved an Oscar for thirty fucking years. And see your I reasoning. Hate that she's 
why probably you probably going to get it for a Marvel movie. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's a pity award. I hate uh-huh. that it is. It's going to be a pity award. I I think it's going to go to her because of your reasoning for why you said uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. The same reason. The Lifetime Achievement Award. Yeah, the same. Um, who I who I want it to go to uh, is Hong Chao for The Whale because I really, really like her. And she was in, I don't know if anybody also watched The Menu. She was in that and I loved her in was that she? movie. Yeah. Um, I thought she did a great job in The Whale. But I also wouldn't mind if uh, Angela Bassett won. Angela Bassett deserved it for What's Love Got to Do With It. Mm-hmm. She deserved the best leading actress when she played Tina Turner in What's Love Got to Do With It. Mm-hmm. The Oscars aren't facing as much backlash as they are nowadays. Um, I think she's going to get a pity award. I want her to get the Oscar. Mm. Do I think a Marvel movie is the reason she should get an Oscar? No, 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 no. Absolutely not. Nah, that's my problem with it. But I want her to get it. I will only be annoyed if I don't want to say annoyed. I don't want Jamie Lee Curtis to get it. This I I think we've talked about it on this podcast quite a lot. How much I am in love with everything ever all all at once. I don't. No, I don't know. No, (laughs) no, I, I, I don't think so. I loved her in it. I just don't know if it's Oscar worthy. You know? Um, yeah. Okay. And finishing up, Last we have one. Best Supporting Actor. We have Brendan Gleeson for The Banshees of Inisherin, Brian Tyree Henry for Causeway. Judd Hirsch, The Fablemans. Barry Keegan. Ke- I get so messed up on Irish names. <laughs> uh, the Banshees of Inisherin and Key... Hmm. Keyway Kwan. Keyway Kwan. Yes. Uh, everything, Everywhere, All at Once. All right, I'll go first again. Yeah. Who do I want to get it? Kiwi Kwan. Everything that we're all at once. Yes. Who I think will get it? Barry Koenig. Again. Really? I don't think you should win awards, awards. for playing a simpleton. Uh-huh. That's, simpleton's probably not the best word, and I just can't think of another word to, to use, but just... I guess sometimes I get, I want to know the criteria for best supporting actor. I'm like, how many lines, how many minutes? Matter. I just was looking up something. There's somebody that won it for, had they had six minutes on screen and they won best supporting. I was going to say, because I don't think Judd Hirsch even spent six minutes on screen for the famous. It's months. really low. You don't have to be that big of a part of the show. Because I was to, thinking, or I liked Barry. But if you hold him up against Brendan Gleeson, as far as Brendan Gleeson was like a co-star, he was co-main. Cut his fingers off. Yeah, and for spoiler, yeah, I just <laughs> I was and I, I don't know. Anyway, I, I also want um, and think that Key Keyway Kwan. Did I say that right? Yeah. Okay. I think so. I don't even know if I'm saying it right. I'm just like that's my assumption. Yeah. Um. But obviously we'll we'll uh, come Wait, back around. Oh, to you the think Oscars. he'll win it too? Yeah, yeah. Who I think in a BAFTA. Do you know? Did he win it? Um, am I thinking of the SAGs for Brendan? Let me. I know we got really bad at doing this in the beginning. Um, Search and stuff while yeah we're while, while recording. Yeah, but my I, mom called now. I need to know. It. That's supporting. <laughs> 
after 2023. Yeah, he won the BAFTA. Barry so, did? Yeah. Huh. Let's see. Um, Interesting. Oh, sorry, guys. We really don't mean to to Google this much while we're looking at stuff. Yeah, I just, I guess we can. Oh, Kiwi Kwong won the SAG. Yeah. So it really is probably a toss-up. Those are the, well, no, the SAGs, okay, I hate to say this, but the SAGs are almost like the, the Petty Awards because... It's your friends voting for you. It's literally the Screen Actors Guild. So anybody that's a member mm-hmm. of the guild gets a vote. So sometimes, I mean, <laughs> I don't watch the show, so I can't say if they deserve words or not. But Stranger Things always wins for, like, best TV series when they're up. Because people want to give, like, the kids awards. Um, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't put too much stock into the... Sags. Sags. I also don't put too much stock into the Golden Globes because everybody's shrunk there. (laughs) (laughs) But it's also one of the more enjoyable shows. Oh, that's why they're so fun. Actually, did you... Okay, we didn't talk about this, so we can talk about it for a split second. Did you watch the Sags at all? Because the Sags... Yes. They were streamed only this year. No commercials. um, No. And apparently were really fun because there were no commercials and... Everybody there got pretty drunk. Like, they got Golden Globes drunk at the SAGs, which is not the norm. Maybe I didn't watch it. Because it was, what, That's two weekends ago? Yeah. Yeah, maybe I must have not have. No, I didn't, because now I'm seeing a picture of uh, Jennifer Coolidge, and rumor has it that she got a lot of work done, and I do not remember clocking what? that night of. I saw it the next morning. Okay. All right, that's our right. Oscar coverage. Like I said, next week we'll uh, we'll be back next week. Hopefully, there's a slap. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Imagine if something as big right. as a slap happens. Let's do a let's do a bet. I don't know what we're gonna bet, but we'll we'll what should we bet? Bet what? Like something that'll let's happen. Bet, um, how many slap references there are? What should we bet? Oh each my other? god, over under. I want to say four. I'm thinking five. Oh, okay. I'm saying five. Okay. Then I'll, then I'll, yeah, I'll cut you. I'll do four. Okay. You do five up. Um, I do four down. I'll, I'll, Who's I'll get the next. Is it Jimmy Kimmel? That, uh, they, I don't know who the host is. I'm just not, I just already knew. I was like, they're going to just talk about the slap. Maybe they won't. And it's yeah. a good. Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. God, now that's Jimmy Kimmel, it could be. <laughs> it could be so slap references. How annoying was he? What was it last year? Was it the Golden Globes or was it the Emmys where he laid on stage when Quinta Brunson won her? Mm. It was the Emmys. She won her first Emmy. Yeah. And he laid on stage there. And I was like, Yeah. Your late night show is not funny enough for this. All <laughs> of your funny stuff is from Guillermo and like the skits. Right. But Oh, I agree. Keep my mouth shut. Okay. Um, okay, let's get into our recommendations for this week. Okay, my recommendation this week is one of the Best Picture nominations. It's Triangle of Sadness. It is about. Um, sorry, <laughs> I'm just like threw my hair on my shoulder and knocked the wall. Bunch of noise. Sorry. Um, it's about a 
couple and the husband not husband the boyfriend is a male model and the girlfriend is a model slash influencer mm-hmm. and they get to go on this free cruise because she's an influencer and it turns into a shit show and they um i don't even know i shouldn't go into part three that's yeah i'll just leave it at that but if you watch below deck I cannot emphasize how much you need to watch this movie because <laughs> it's yeah. below deck is all about the crew of the boat. And if I have a problem with below deck, it's like how much degrading shit, like mm. degrading and demeaning shit they're willing to go through for tips mm-hmm. and their tips are outrageous. They will do a three day trip and get $2,000 each in tips. But it's just how much they dehumanize themselves for these tips that I can't stand. Mm-hmm. And this sh- this movie shows you, like, the staff side of things and the guest side of things. And yeah. then... I don't, damn, I'm about to spoil it. I'm trying not to. But, like, what happens when the guests actually really, really, really need the staff is mm-hmm. what I'll say. Oh, yes. And, um, yeah, if you watch Below Deck, I cannot emphasize enough how much you need to watch Triangle of Sadness. If anybody um, wants to watch it, it's streaming on Hulu. It's on Hulu. That's why, that's the only reason I watched it. Yeah. I was not going to ever pay to watch it. I paid to watch some other things. I was not going to pay to watch Triangle of Sadness, but I'm glad I, it came on Hulu because I really, really enjoyed it. It got, it's got Woody Harrelson. Mm-hmm. That's really the only big famous person in it, mm-hmm. but the acting is superb otherwise. Um, but I pride myself on, I predicted the end. Did you? Um, yeah. I will say anybody, I don't know the medical term or the phobia term from it. People who um, have a phobia of other people or themselves throwing up. This perhaps oh, might yeah. not be the movie for you. No, not the movie for you. No. So heads up on that. <laughs> That's a good heads up, Courtney. Yeah. That is... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a good one there. My recommendation is kind of the same as last week's, um, but instead of Daisy Jones and the Six being a book, it is Daisy Jones and the Six. Uh, just put out the first three episodes uh, streaming on Amazon Prime for the show. Um I feel like we'll go deeper into it once the show is wrapped and all 10 episodes are out. I'm recommending it. That way people can get on board with us. So that way by the time it's I done. I kind of feel like we can all talk on about the it. Oscars next week, we might need to start doing a week by week Daisy recap Jones. of that. Okay. And then, because I have a lot to say about it. I'll text yeah. you about it. Yeah. Um, they stray from the book is what I'll say. Yeah. I would go ahead and give a, like a small, the one that's annoyed me the most, and it shouldn't annoy me, is that they've made the six five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, mm-hmm. no, there's a reason they're the six. It's because there's six people. There's not five people in the band. There are six people in the band. But that is just yeah. a, that's just a small tidbit mm-hmm. of the discrepancies between book and uh, adaptation we can get into. If, if the Oscars are as lame as we hope they are. If and how they normally no, are. Yeah. If there's no slap, we will get into Daisy Jones in the six next week. Yeah. Then we'll have like a good yeah. six episodes, I believe. Because I think this Friday they're doing another three. Three more. I think. Wow. If not, maybe two. 
They don't do that for like Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. That's why I'm shocked. But I mean, this definitely has bigger hype than Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. And I guess because it's a limited series. I don't think it's like they're a season. I don't think they're calling it a season. That's why I would expect them to drag it out more because it is. A oh, okay. I can see your um, thoughts about that. Um. Anyway, yeah, we'll we'll get into it next week. So we'll just keep it moving into our sour and crush of the week. Who do you have oh that sucks? My sour grape has been my sour grape for quite a long time, but it is Chris Brown. Um, he had a show recently i think in berlin and he brought a girl on stage to you know if you've been at concerts they do like sexy dances on people that they bring mm-hmm. on stage and this girl had her phone in her hand and um he took her phone out of her hand and chucked it into the crowd oh god uh it was just he had a smell on his face while he did it too, so he, it's not like he felt shame. He's just, oh, I just can't believe people are like. I know. I can't believe people are still going to Chris Brown concerts in 2023, but you know, like, what does he put out, bro? The real question. Yeah. And then he also apparently was in the UK as part of his tour and got into a like a brawl at a club. And, you know, people on the internet are like, Rihanna forgave him. So you guys need to move on. Chris Brown has not stopped getting in trouble. No. We don't have to forgive him. He's always had something going on. Wasn't there another female singer? Karuchi, his girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. She has a five-year restraining order on him. Yeah. But like, okay. I really am not trying to go off on a tangent, but Chris Brown got, like, super upset. I don't know. Oh, Chloe, who could have been my sour grape as well. Chloe Bailey just released mm-hmm. a song with Chris Brown, mm-hmm. which, girl, it's 2023. When's the last time Chris Brown had a number one song? Yeah. You are truly not doing yourself any favors by putting a song out with him. Yeah. Um, Chris Brown got super pissed because the internet was mad at Chloe about putting a song out with him. And he was like... You guys are mad at me about something I did when I was 17 and blah, blah, blah. Okay. He yeah. definitely tried to like. Yeah, we are. I can't think of the words right now. Like infantilize himself. Mm-hmm. Make him seem so, so much younger. Chris Brown was 19 pushing 20 when the Rihanna incident happened. Mm-hmm. Not 17. He straight up just lied. And then the internet just ran with his lies. And I'm like, y'all, we were, we were, we were on the internet. I was on Twitter. I was on Facebook. Twitter. I remember because I made apparently my second most controversial Facebook post ever. Today's my most controversial Facebook post ever. Um, But I remember posting like it was the it was the same VMAs. I don't know. It's not the it's not that was the VMAs. Chris Brown and Rihanna didn't show up to the Grammys. Again, the stuff I can remember oh, back here right. stuff for work. Because, it, yeah, it was like the week or week of the Grammys. Yes, because they were on their way to Claude Davis's party yep. when he punched her in the face. But I don't even remember what point I was going on. But they that's when it happened. I was a senior in high school. Chris Brown is two years older than me because I used to want to date him when I saw the Run It video for the first time. I know. 
I posted online about it. I was like, where are they at the Grammys? Where's Chris Brown? Hmm. And nope, like we didn't have answers. Mm -hmm. And it's because he was in jail. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But people try to act like that's the only bad thing that Chris Brown's done. He's been awful. Do you remember he threw a chair at the window at Good Morning America? Ooh, no, no, I actually didn't. Yeah. They asked him questions about Rihanna. He was on his little redemption tour Mm -hmm. and they asked him questions and I guess it wasn't on the PR list of questions to ask and he got really upset and he threw a chair at the window and like that shit's filmed in like Times Square 40th floor. Like you can't, no, he's got his list of problems. He's been accused of like sexual assault by multiple women, Mm -hmm. um, harassment, domestic abuse. This guy's bad and not to mention he puts out the same fucking songs every single year. So it's not like you guys are going up for Usher. Like no. Usher <laughs> puts out hits. Chris Brown, tell me the difference between a song he put out in 2013 and a song he put out in 2023. T. T. He's the worst. I'm sorry. <laughs> a permanent. He's on my list of, like, him, Kanye. Permanent set of grapes. Yeah. As they should be. As they should be. Who's yours? (laughs) Um, This week, I have a little twofer between Sam Levinson, creator um, and writer of Euphoria, and apparently (sighs) the new director and writer for the new HBO show, The Idol, um, and The Weeknd, who is starring in said movie. I'm sorry. TV show. I think The the Weeknd's a producer as well, by the way. Yes. Um... So basically anybody who hasn't heard about The Idol, it was a show that was going to be created about this young girl coming into Hollywood and kind of like the grungy, not grungy, it's not the right word, the seedy underbelly of Hollywood um, yeah. starring Lily Rose Depp. Um, we've been waiting for it for a while. I think they first announced it around November of 2021. And this past week, word came out that the director they had filmed about 80% of the show had quit. Um, and so yeah. they were kind of in the process of rewriting, redirecting, finding a new director. And Sam Levinson, like I said, the creator of Euphoria, who gets a lot of well-deserved um, flack. flack for how sexualized the women are. I want to say, I say women as actress, but girls because they're playing high schoolers in the like show. High schoolers. And Euphoria. Yeah. Um, the, the word is that Rolling Stone had from multiple sources was that Sam Levinson was taking over and making the show going in a slightly more gross direction. And like I said, seedy direction. It was more so about how this girl might get like uh, abused through the business rather than her making it through her way in Hollywood so they put out this article and with everybody's prior knowledge of Sam Levinson, which are just like, how can this guy keep getting away with making really seriously gross scenes with these young actresses? It's just like based on high schoolers. Based, yeah. It's just, it's yeah. Ugh. So, uh, the weekend being like we said, producer and actor on the show, tagged Rolling Stone, with the with with the caption, did we upset you? And put out a scene from what the, this is literally like a first look of what the show is, um, talking about how Rolling Stone is a relevant. There's a there's a, a 
we don't know what Dan Levy's character is. Maybe he's like. He seems like a PR a agent or PR something. PR agent or like a publicist or something on behalf of this Lily Rose Depp character. And I don't know if the weekend is supposed to be her manager or what he is. Boyfriend slash manager, I think is what They're I sitting opposite each other and De- Levy's character is basically telling them they need to do this shoot, whatever, for Rolling Stone. And the whole base of the scene is Lily Rose Depp and the weekend's character saying how irrelevant the Rolling Stone is. That's not the... Okay, that is a point in this. <laughs> also, second point in this is how bad the acting is. <laughs> it's so bad! For it to be a clapback, it is some of the worst acting we've seen. <laughs> Dan Levy is single-handedly carrying this. And it's like he's life. begging them to please act. He's like, please, just act like you're faking it. Do something. It's not It's not the clapback that The weekend thinks it is oh, or that it, it needs to so be. Bad. Because if your show is getting as it rightly deserves, just strewn about the internet saying how gross it is. Like, how can you make a show? Euphoria is pretty gross. Like, Euphoria is a lot. When you think about it, high schoolers. Yeah. And And do you know? And they're holding it that this show is going to be worse than Euphoria. This idol show is going to be worse. Because they say from the the twist and sick minds of Sam Levison in The Weeknd. There are about eight different sources saying that it, they've like referenced the phrase like, torture porn how do you defend that <sighs> the weekend i don't know how you're like oh did this upset you put a clip of you acting badly trying to back a show that multiple sources nearly 10 sources are saying this is bad like yeah here's we texted about this and here's my thing I never understood the hype for this show for the from the start. Mm-hmm. It's got nobodies in terms of acting. The Weeknd's famous as a singer. Mm-hmm. I listen to his music. Lily Rose Depp has a dad that was in Pirates of the Caribbean. Never seen her act. Yeah. They've got some K-pop girlies in there. I'm talking pretty Sam Levinson because I'm not... I like Euphoria, but I like it because of Zendaya. So that's like a whole different... Right. You know... Right. I never understood the hype that this show got. I was like, why are we... What has The weekend acted in, produced, directed, written, that we should be like, oh, this is going to be the best TV show ever? Because mm-hmm. it's, it's from the twist and sick, sick mind of The weekend and Sam Levinson. Yeah. The clip was so bad. We have oh, a wig on The weekend. So the bad. The wig! So bad. HBO has a bad job of doing wigs on black people, but like... H- the weekend this is your show you're producing it you can pull you pick and choose the hair people for your show yeah and you yeah that's who you picked not good my friend it's not good not good but as always we like to end this show not as always this is like halfway through <laughs> the first year of this episode we are gonna end on a good note so yeah um who is your crushed grape of the week Okay, speaking of Sam Levinson, <laughs> I have to pick his baby. I don't know why she's obsessed with him as well. It's Zendaya mm-hmm. for grace in our presence once again on red carpets. Thank God. God bless America because red carpets were going extinct Stop. until she just recently came back. Um, 
She did the SAG Awards. She did the NAACP Awards. And I loved her look for the NAACP Awards. She wore a, like, what was it? I think it was Versace. I don't want to get it wrong. Yeah, she wore a Versace, like, black and long green gown. Yeah. With this magnificent bob cut. Mm-hmm. Please don't let me get my hair cut like that. It looks so good, though. Yeah. I can't. I can't. I can't. Between I can't her like and that. Hailey Bieber both chopping off their hair and doing a bob. They want us to do... They're they're trying to fuck with us. Yeah. It's like the CIA at this point. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> midway through the NAACP Awards, Zendaya changed into this all-white Prada outfit, like, from the 90s. It's got stars on the boobs and around the hip line. She looked great. Uh... And then she went to the SAG Awards. Literally, that was Saturday, the NAACP Awards. Sunday, she went to the SAG Awards, and she wore um, this pink dress with, um, what was the brand? Maison Valentino, hmm. uh, with, like, handcrafted florals all down the back, and then Bulgari jewelry, jewelry of hmm. course. And then here recently, she wore this two-piece set to the Louis Vuitton Paris Fashion Week show and she's the newest spokesperson for Louis Vuitton which I was a little nervous for her girl I'm not gonna lie because mm. Louis Vuitton's been putting out some ugly ass shit but I feel like between her and Lux mm-hmm. Luxury Law yeah they're gonna they're not gonna, they're gonna make it. They're Louis gonna Vuitton it turn it around yeah like Louis Vuitton's not even gonna have a choice but to put out good clothes because they're dressing Zendaya at this point yeah but who's your crush grape my crush grape is my crush group of life is Harry Styles. Um, he put up a story that we, as fans, believe it was only made for close friends. Um, I got the no- I have my I have notifications turned on, so it was oh thirty two seconds when it was posted, and it was him in the gym uh, taking a selfie while working out in a One Direction twenty twelve up all night tour shirt. <laughs> I felt my heart grow, take over the space of my lungs, my ribs. Uh, it was quickly deleted, which makes it all the more special because that means he was meant to only send it to friends. But, um, yeah, just the fact that he has a, God, an 11 year old shirt of One Direction, of One Direction. I saw you post that and I was just cracking up because I was like, I have like a drawer of 11 year old shirts. Yeah. But can you explain to me what happened with his close friends? Do you? His what? Close friends? Is there something? Oh, like the idea is because he deleted it so quickly that it was supposed to go to his close on his close friend story, but he posted it to like the main story, like oh, at Harry okay, Styles. Okay, okay. Yeah. He, unlike Selena, <laughs> knows how to keep things a little secret. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll end it on that note. <laughs> a little secret. Yeah, that's where we should end it. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we'll see you guys next week when we will cover, like we said, all things Oscars. Um, one year anniversary. And it's, yeah, our big one year. So we'll talk next week. And Ethan, uh, shout out for our producer and editor of Through the Grapevine. Follow us on Twitter at Through the Grapevine Pod. And no, Through the Vine Pod. Through the Vine Twitter, Pod. Through the Grapevine pod Instagram. Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I swear, we're going to get better at these intros <laughs> and outros. <laughs>
<laughs> it was the last thing I do, I swear to God. Oh my god, we talked about this before we recorded. This is the best part of it all. I, we can't we don't we can't end a show to save our lives. But we'll do it to yeah, this one. It was a good episode beyond that. Yeah. We'll wrap up. We're out back. <laughs> <laughs>